golden age. I were a soldier once, you know, though you'd hardly believe it to look at me now. Enlisted when I were only 17, did my time in training. Back in them days, it were best way for poor folk like me to get an education. The Corps would house and feed you, as well as teaching you to read, write, fight and kill. When you come from a family as big as mine, it were only logical choice. After all, our parents couldn't feed us, and it meant that I could send home a few coin a month to help out. In my time with the Corps, I were lucky enough to be stationed just outside the town of Tudor, where the only furies we had to worry about were in Dew Forest. Sure, we'd patrol the roads and check the occasional merchant's cart for contraband, but all in all, things were easy enough. In fact, I can't think of one occasion when I had need to draw my sword. And when my service were up and I settled down with a local girl who'd become my wife, I hung it over in my fireplace. My wife. Now she was a pretty girl. Took a liking to the uniform, I think but was just as happy to find me in it. When I left the Corps, I took over her father's farm and I've worked the land here ever since. She gave me a child, a boy I called Ethan, and 20 happy years before the sickness got her one winter. Still, I stayed on farm and together me and my son made our way in life. I figured I'd work till I were too old to care and he'd take over in my stead, maybe bring a girl back. But things never quite work out how you imagine them. Ethan found himself falling in with wrong kind of people, doing things that he knew he shouldn't. At first, of course, soldiers in town let him off with a warning, probably because a few of them remembered me from my days of service, but as he acted more out of turn, more frequently, they began to take notice. Pretty soon, he'd run out of warnings. When I heard word that they had him in cells, I travelled into town to pay bail for him, only to be told that he was being made an example of by the new judge. He and several others who'd been caught that week would be hung up in the town square. My heart jumped in my throat when I heard the news, and try though I might to convince a judge otherwise, he refused to be swayed. Bread? I remember shouting as I were toffed out of his office. He'd only stolen bread. Was it truly worthy of a boy's life? The day they hung him were colder than any I can remember, and any that we have had since. Rain fell onto the hard earth and made farming impossible. Everybody turned up in town square to see what would happen. At first I thought there'd been some kind of reprieve. The town clock ticked past the allotted hour and I began to feel hope again. But then the big double doors of the courthouse were pulled open and the boys were paraded outside, nooses about the necks. I tried to reach him, but it were already too late. A friend from the neighbouring farm spotted the sword under my cloak and pulled me back. It took four of them to hold me down as I screamed and bucked against them. I cursed, swore and spat, but in the end it made no difference. When it were all over, they let me go and offered me a ride home, but I refused. I had to collect the body. No longer my little boy, now he was just another corpse. 
Still, I refused to leave him behind like that. That night, I hung the sword back over the fireplace, still unused, and just sat. My house was empty for the first time in over 20 years, and I was all alone. You've been listening to the voice talents of Peter Jinks and Matthew Sankster as the narrator. Golden Age was written and directed by Ben Warren, conceived by Louise Miller, Lauren Curtis, Ben Warren and Jamie Davison. The script was edited by Rope Page and the show was produced by Cascade Studios. The music was by Sam Dillard and the show was recorded by James Bateman. For more, visit www.cascadestudios.co.uk.